Oh no, I'll buy Chris's stuff. I just won't support you him. You fucking buy my stuff. I'll kill you. Well, if, I'm not going to buy it. You're probably going to give it to me for free. <laughs> no, 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 you pirate all the shit. I'm going to make you buy He's going to give it to me for free because I'm a good guy. Yeah, because he doesn't pirate shit. Yeah, man. Untold Culture is a new place to kick back, relax, and listen to our many intimate tales across the gaming landscape, as quoted by Just Josty. If you've listened to the trailer beforehand, then you know exactly what this character and persona of this podcast is bringing to you. My name is Lysa Burt, and along with my two co-hosts, Just Josty and Mikey, we're going to be diving into some of the gaming trends that have been happening over the last month. There are a lot of gaming news that has been going and circulating across social media and basically a lot of articles on Xbox One, Series X, PlayStation 5, Unreal Engine 5, uh, The Last of Us 2, Saints Row 3 Remastered, and a lot more, which we will dive into the episode. Uh, let's just get a brief uh, introduction of um, who we are, just for anyone who hasn't listened to the trailer and episode zero. Mikey, just Josty, who wants to go first? Yeah, so uh, I'm Mikey. Um, I work for a company called Admix. I'm basically the community manager there, so I um evolve myself around all things uh gaming and, and I share that content across all platforms and stuff. Uh I Twitch stream and do YouTube videos and that kind of stuff as well. So yeah, that's pretty much me. That's that's what I do currently. So yeah man. Hi, I'm just Josty. I mean that was a really again dramatic pause. I'm good with them. Uh I am a actor, writer, creator, overall dude. Oh and sometimes cosplayer. And I love video games a lot and the entertainment industry in general, films, TV, music, you name it, I love it. And that's why I am so thrilled to be a part of this podcast so I can talk about all those amazing things with all of you incredible listeners and these two idiots, them two. You don't call me an idiot. I'm a video gamer. Call me a gamer. We'll start with this episode with... Basically... No, you're an idiot. Yeah, no, I guess. No, hang on. Hang on a second. How would you class a gaming idiot then? Because the things you said, like you wanted to get a collector's edition just for the box. All right, let's let's recap on that. So, look, if anyone's listening outside uh, and 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 they buy collector's editions, right? Do you buy it for the contents inside, or do you buy it for the aesthetic, aesthetic aesthetics of the box to place on your stand? Because in reality, are you ever going to open that box and unwrap the contents inside, or are you going to leave it sealed and just put your box on a stand somewhere? Of course you're going to open the box. Why else would you buy a collector's edition just to have the box and leave it sealed? I mean, some people are like that, right? Some people are like that, right? But I mean, why would you not open the box? I mean, yeah, no. It's like Funko like Pop collectibles, right? People don't open it because of, of, of how it looks. I guess it could be the same with a few collector's editions. Like, I wouldn't want to open The Last of Us Part 2 collector's edition because the box outweighs everything else inside. But then so you can't only, play the game, so you can't play Last of Us Part 2. No, I, I'll, I'll, hmm. I'm still going to play the game. I'm still going to buy it digitally. I'm, I'm going to play it on 12 a.m., but because I don't know about COVID-19 and, and shipment procedures, but hopefully we get the game on time. I bought it yeah. the game twice, so it's going to arrive on time. I've ordered it. I've got the collector's edition coming from game, and I've got the Steelbook version coming from Amazon, so one of them's going to arrive first. What what are their delivery procedures like? Are they are they, are they are Amazon's they... really good. I mean, I I had Final Fantasy VII a day early, which is decent. Um, and um, game game were really amazing. Game delivered uh, Final Fantasy VII a week early for everybody. So I mean, one of them is going to deliver my Last of Us probably early. <laughs> Fingers crossed. So 
So every week we're going to start off by discussing what games we're currently playing. So if we're playing the same game, then we're going to go into more detail about that and and our adventures around them. Uh, I will go first. Liza Bear will go first. We'll start with... Um, I've been playing Assassin's Creed 2 this week, um, basically because of nostalgia, but also I've been looking to get a platinum trophy again. And I've been exploring more in the game recently than I have done when I first played it. So more treasures, more music, more more different areas that I've never been to. Like there's a, a section in the game called the mountains where you do an uh, where you do a bit with Leonardo. You're you're driving through the whole Leonardo. mountain. That's a mission, right? But you can actually go back to it and visit it as open world. So I didn't realize that because I'm collecting all the treasures now. So when I went back, I I was able to like traverse the whole mountains and see new houses and new places with nice. new music that was playing. So that blew my mind. That's For me, cool. I'm I'm enjoying that game. And the best line in that game, though, of all the lines is, "Would you recognize me? It's me, Mario." <laughs> uh, yeah, that plays in the beginning, right? But that's me. That's that's, that's Lights of Bears game of the week. What about you, Mikey? What are you playing? Uh, right now, um, I'm jumping back into uh, GTA Five because you know Epic Games decided to drop uh, it for free for everyone. So I was like, why not jump back into one of probably one of my favorite GTA games, apart from San Andreas, and relive the story again and choose a different ending. Because I only actually played it, finished it twice with two different endings. So I was like, ah, I'm going to end up uh, playing it. If you've not played GTA V, I do 100% recommend playing it. Um, and play it for all three different endings. Because, yeah. I I'm annoyed relived. because I literally practically bought that game two weeks ago on the PlayStation Store and it was down to like a tenner. And then Epic's like, guess what's free? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. It's a isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, happy to relive the story again. And I literally just bought um, Metro Exodus as well. So oh, after, I finish, after I finish... Uh... Have you played Metro Exodus already? It's on my list to play. I'm, I think I'm going to get to it after Far Cry three and i am sad to say and not proud of myself to say that i'm a massive metro fan and i only played two hours of exodus really i finished the other two wait did you not like it everything you played it for two hours no no i i I liked it it's just i haven't had like like i just am crap at playing games sometimes okay fair enough but yeah I, i i can't wait to jump back jump into that um you was uh epic store was giving away people uh Ten pound credits for whenever they buy games on the uh, the mega sale thing that they have. So you get ten pound off it as well. So I bought it for like fourteen quid, and it was like a fifty pound game or something. So nuts, which is surprising because Epic Games is notoriously known for for stealing all the games and hiking the prices up to like fifty five pound, sixty pound. Yeah. So this is a nice little little stint that they're doing they've been doing recently they started doing it with just cause 4 and world war z now gta 5 i'm kind of world war z was free on epic yeah god damn it i missed that one (laughs) yeah i missed that one as well it's kind of cool to see what they're going to be doing in the future especially like with e3 just around corner and and pc game show i mean they i think they were going to do one for e3 reverse second e3 around the corner oh yeah that's the one yeah, I know it's been cancelled, but they're still going to be like marketing um, well, trailers. Jeff, Jeff Keeley's doing his own summer of games, isn't he? For three months straight. So E3, yeah, so, E3 but three, month, three months straight, which is pretty sick. So, Shout so, out to Jeff Keeley keeping our industry running. It's, it's, oh yeah, 100%. He's been, he's, been, he's been running in the game for like 30 years now. Years and years. 
incredible guy. But no, Jeff, they... sort out the game awards. Like I'm just shouting you out directly. I love you, man. But like to have some big awards and have them as like one person announcing them to a camera, it's just not right. Like I appreciate you trying to make the game awards more hype, but you need to have you need to have actual the game awards. Like that's what you're there for. You people are there for trailers. I get it. But even if they're going to be longer, give everyone their time. Like something like best action game, or is it? I think it was. It was literally was literally just told before a trailer was playing, uh, and it wasn't even told on the on the on the like the main stage. It was told to a camera. Um, so yeah, so we need to have the actual awards next year or this year, whatever. Fair play. I was I was thinking of. Um, I haven't seen the game awards in a few years now. I watch, them only, I, I watch them every year. I also vote in them as well, so I can scream and shout and clap when my game wins <laughs> Wins the game. <laughs> wins the, <laughs> game. My game. Like, I, I totally won game of the year, and I totally voted for it. How did that make you feel? Mate, I was like in my bed at four in the morning going, yeah, we did it, boys! And then it's not even part of the development team, really. I'm like, yeah, we did it! We- <laughs> I want to thank my cat, I want to thank my dog, I want to thank my grandma, Juliet. I don't have a grandma called Juliet, but you know what I mean? Like, I, but yeah, you feel like super pumped that you help them achieve what they deserve, you know? So Chris, what game are you currently playing now then? You 4am God of War maniac. I'm in the world of VR. Oh, here we go. Virtual reality! Uh, yeah, so I'm currently playing a surprise port that no one, well, people knew might be coming, but people didn't know it was going to be arriving as soon as it did. So seven months ago, a game got announced for, I think it was Oculus, and everyone went mad. It's The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Uh, and the trailer, they did a seven-minute cinematic trailer, which is a big cinematic trailer. Uh, and it was amazing. It was just so good. It had the Telltale game vibes. It had um, vibes from the comics, also a bit of vibe from a TV show. It was like, this game looks sick. So every VR fan under the sun was like, guys, is it going to come to PlayStation VR? And they're like, oh, look, we don't know if we can run it on the PlayStation VR. So we're going to like see what we can do in the future and let you know. I'm there sitting on my bed last week, just going through video game news as you do. And I saw five days ago, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners PlayStation VR review. I'm like, what? That's got to be someone trolling. No way it's out on PlayStation VR. And yeah, it, it was. Um, I went on the street on the PlayStation store uh, and I ordered it. Um, because I don't want to miss anyone wanted to experience it because all the reviews were absolutely rave for it. And it's probably one of the best games I've ever played, but not as in like, because like, like, of the experience, that's why it's one of the best games I've ever played. Is it not, visually, look, uh, visually strong, like graphically? Vi- vi- visually, it's like being in a graphic novel. It's, it's, it's the graphic novel. Um, look, uh, sorry, yeah. it, 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 looks, it look, looks like Telltale's The Walking Dead, visually. Um, but that's not what I'm there is for the visuals. I'm there to be able to kill a zombie with a spoon. I keep saying zombie, it's Walker. Or smash a glass bottle on the side and stab it, stab a Walker into it. Um, or just How do... responsive is it? Completely responsive. It's mental. To the point of, if you want to wrap a bandage around your arm, you actually have to wrap a bandage around your arm in real life. I say not actually. Nice. You know, like, like, like do the motion with the controller. Uh, it's, it's mad. It's really, really cool. Um, just the... the interactivity in that game is insane like if you want to crouch you got to crouch in real life if you want to peek around a car you put your arm out where you crouch and you touch hold of that car in the game and you pull your own body around and you can keep crouching and peering around the car it's very good um and just killing walkers is so much fun i mean people who are listening i know normally i'm completely against buying like the super duper edition for more money 
Especially when it was mental, like the oh, he'll the, still do it though. Like the 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 tourist edition upgrade. If 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 I didn't buy the tourist edition, which is forty pound, and the base game's thirty, I think thirty four. The base game's thirty four. If I hadn't bought the tourist edition, which was forty, if I'd bought the tourist edition upgrade separately, that would have cost me sixteen ninety nine. And all that gives you is the ability to use Lucille, Negan's baseball bat, Rick Grimes' revolver, and Daryl's knife. That's literally all it gives you the ability to use. Uh, so, I mean, you're paying... Oh, yeah, and you get two themes, but the themes are crap. So, I mean, if you're a massive Walking Dead fan, and you know you want to be using Lucille to kill zombies, which I promise you is as cool as it is, uh, you know, you feel like Negan, uh, you, you need to buy the tourist edition off the bat. Don't, like, don't be... Don't don't be silly. Don't be silly and buy the standard edition, then buy the tourist edition afterwards. Otherwise, you'll be paying an extra ten pound. Buy the tourist edition off the bat, and then you'll it's, be. It's, it's stupid how like all these little diff- different editions are now being looped into VR, and it's confusing a lot more people. But VR's come a long way, hasn't it? Since it's a, a origin with the, what, what Oculus, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oculus in some dude's basement, wasn't it? Yeah, and and now we have an, a full blown VR kit that you can run on Steam with Half Life Alex, and and you've got games like the Saints, not the Saints and Sinners, Walking Dead, Saints and, and Sinners, um, yeah, Walking Dead, Sinners, Saints and Sinners. The Star Wars VR game coming out as well. Oh, I can't believe Vader Immortals coming out on PlayStation VR. I'm so excited to play that. I mean, apparently it's the best Star Wars VR game ever. There's a few Star Wars VR games, but apparently it's incredible. Not just that though. I mean, like PlayStation is stepping it up, guys. I mean. There's some, there's two VR, well, one VR game, especially it's already out, but one VR game coming out that PC users are so pissed off and not getting to play. The one that's already out is Resident Evil 7. Like, literally, check, check, check Steam. That was developed from the ground, though. That was, that was, a I VR, know, I know, but that it, was VR right? to an actual game. I know, but check, check, check the reviews on, uh, um, on Steam. Every single day, someone asked, when is Resident Evil 7 coming to Oculus or Vive? But it won't be because they would have to they would have to break the game's engine and then port it over to the PC. I think what they did is they made it around the PlayStation's VR headset. The, I know that, but every single day people are asking. It's funny, and that's one thing that everybody wants to play. You know, even my friend who has like she had like two VR headsets. She was gutted when she sold a PSVR because she was like, "Well, I want to play Resident Evil again, so I'm going to have to go and, and do that." She bought another PSVR, but yeah, Resident Evil is a game that every PC, well, most PC VR people want to get. But not just that. No, well, Half Life. I think it was rumored to be coming to the PSVR eventually. Mind, but it won't um, be. That's rumored to. Um, but slow, quickly moving on. One game that every PC gamer wants as well that is coming out on PlayStation VR is Iron Man VR. I mean, we get to be Iron Man because of the deal between Sony and, like um, and, and Marvel. Well, it's not a gimmick. It's made by Camouflage, who are a very, very well-known VR studio. It's a full six to eight hour experience, as far as I know. I think it might even be longer. Um, the, levels, the whole the, game the, is the levels, based in the suit. Yeah, the whole game is based in the suit, yeah. I think, so I think, you're sitting. I think you can... Huh? So, 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 so I'm, I can sit on my sofa for six to eight hours and play the game. I'm not actually physically doing anything. Oh, no, no, you have to do a lot, like, with the move controllers. So if you want to thrust upwards, you're going to put both your move controllers down, like I am, because each each hand is Iron Man, is, is Iron Man's jets and stuff, right? So you want to go left, you're going to go left, go right, you're going to move your hands to where you want to fly, uh, like Iron Man does with his suit. Exactly, they literally went through um, the Marvel files and spoke to people at Marvel who worked on the CGI for Iron Man, and they to get the exact movements perfect to the player, the way they're moving. 
um, which is really exciting. I mean, it's going to be the most realistic Iron Man experience we're going to get. I mean, it's as close as I'm ever going to be to Iron Man. And of course, even as close as even Robert Downey Jr. is going to be to Iron Man because I mean, he never flew around in a suit. So I mean, I bet even him playing Iron Man VR would be like, <laughs> this is dope. Stuff yeah, like that's making me die for AR, man. I wish AR was a legit thing right now. Like actual massive AR, like like room integration. Oh, massive AR would be awesome. I'm I'm just I just can't wait to chuck on my PSVR Doom headset AR. on July on, on July third. Chuck my headset on July third when Iron Man VR's out. Put on ACDC on my Alexa so it's blasting and just fly around to back in black shooting things down as Iron Man. That's a mood. And it's crazy because VR is is becoming such a huge thing nowadays. With obviously PlayStation Five, they're probably going to release a new VR three version, and 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 oh, PC kits are going to get be getting like new updates to their VR headset. But it's funny because Xbox are the only studio that aren't supporting. I mean, they were supporting Xbox with the VR integration, and then all of a sudden they were like, you know what? Nah, we're not interested in VR anymore. I mean, Mikey, you're our VR resident because you know. You work all around VR. What, what's your take on that? I think uh, where with how PlayStation is going with with VR right now, they're definitely like way more ahead, uh, steps ahead of uh, Xbox in terms of VR content. Unless the uh, Xbox decides to just randomly drop a VR headset out of nowhere, um, games like Halo or Gears, uh, those type of titles that are exclusive to Xbox. If they just drop something like that out of nowhere, then that would be a massive take on on VR for them. But I don't, I don't think they would do that. Do you, like, do you, remember, the, do you remember the light thing, that that holographic thing that you would um, oh, a few years ago Minecraft the mixed reality could, headset? Yeah, that mixed reality thing, and 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 all of a sudden they just just boycotted it and then went, you know what, we're not even bothered anymore. Just just screw it. Yeah, because they they've tried obviously like they got the connect and all that stuff, but. That's pretty much as far as they've they've gone to uh, that type of integration in terms of rest in peace connect, rest, rest in peace Xbox, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of what's, what what they've been showing off and stuff like that, but yeah, I think I think they should just hold back for now and let Xbox do their fi- uh, PlayStation do their thing, let them drop another VR headset, and you never know, maybe one day Xbox might change their mind because you know Nintendo's obviously. Jumped into, kind of jumped into. Yeah, what VR. is Switch VR like? Anyone use Switch VR? What it's, is Switch VR? That's the first time I'm hearing. Has anyone used it yet? It's not really VR. It's more like a, a like an AR kind of thing. Yeah, you know, calling you got, it like, VR though. What, yeah. Is, are, you, are you talking about that whole Labo thing? Yeah, Labo. The Labo VR. VR. That's AR, isn't it? That projects. No, 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 no. It's VR. It's it, it, it's basically Google oh, Cardboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, basically yeah, Google so... Cardboard, but for you yeah, Switch. Yeah. Um, I've not tried it myself, but I've seen gameplay of it, and you. The only thing annoying about it is that you have to constantly hold the headset in your hand, which is which basically is, like any, it's not that any, good. Yeah, any other Android device. Yeah, because yeah, in terms of the difference between uh, you know the Connect, uh, no the um, the Labo Nintendo VR thing, and then normal VR like Oculus and PlayStation, it's all you don't have to hold the headset; you hold the controllers. But with this one, that's probably like probably the only annoying thing about it. I think Nintendo they they're not scared to try anything out because whatever no, they it, they're going to try out, they whatever they're going to try out, they do it. They'll do it, and it's going to get a reception, and people are going to buy it. Yeah, because the Nintendo has a devoted fan base. 
yeah fully it's, it's brought up it's brought up such a loyal devoted hardcore fan base that are very passionate when it comes to voicing their concerns but nintendo get it right all the time they don't have many complaints when it comes to their no. software on hardware no and that's probably that's 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 why nintendo's probably so good in terms Except of like you yeah <laughs> i mean the wii the wii u well the wii was good the oh, wii was fantastic yeah uh, Wii U, that kind of just flew under the carpet. I don't, I, I, I didn't get a view uh, Wii U myself. Did you guys get a Wii U? Nah, not get a view. No, <laughs> get a view. It's yeah. like a beta tester for Switch, wasn't it? A whole yeah, it was, of... yeah. If you think about it, it kind of is. Yeah, damn. I'm glad we've got the Switch now, though. Switch is, is a dominant console. I think it's gonna it's gonna really push PlayStation Five and Xbox Series One X. I mean, have you have you guys seen like they they are out of stock? They're trying to push for more, more, more uh, units, and they, and they just can't because there's so many people trying to buy a console. I don't know if that's scalpers buying consoles and selling them. Literally, eBay, but like a lot of people on, on on social media, especially, are are distressing how they can't get a console. Well, well, CEX, uh, their resale value on a pre-owned Switch is currently three hundred and twenty quid. Oh, that's like what RRP brand new, right? That's crazy. No, RRP brand new is two eighty. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. I mean, for the current actual figures, if if you're actually interested in the actual current figures of how many units uh, Nintendo Switches have sold, it's 3.29 million hardware and four, uh, 45.62 million software sold during uh, uh, the end of since the end of March. That's crazy. That, that's that's like if you were to average that on a year, that's 33 or 36 million consoles. They are definitely pushing to catch up to PlayStation, aren't they? Because I remember PlayStation sold 100 million units by in their, in their first year. But I've, I, got, I've, I've, I've got the, the 500 million console. He's proud of his 500 million console. He, he, well, he's not going to take down any, any chance to not mention it. But, so I'm yeah. selling it soon. But obviously, with, with, in terms of hardware, you obviously have to have good software. And in terms of next generation, I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen anything great yet. The only company that is actually pushing towards next generation at the moment is Xbox. You, did you guys see the reveal gameplay event? That's like twenty indie games. Couple. Oh, sorry. Can we say that again? The only company that's pushing towards next generation at the moment is Xbox. Well, to, yeah, because uh, what, what's, what's PlayStation doing at the moment? They, 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 they've got a console coming out, but they don't have any software lined up for launch. They've yeah, got one PlayStation, just, PlayStation just had one of the best gameplay reveals. <laughs> PlayStation got the honor of showing off on the PlayStation Five Unreal Engine Five. So I mean, that's an engine. It's not a game. That that that's 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 more. How like do a, we know they weren't showing an actual game? Like they, it hasn't even been confirmed the, as a tech the, demo. Interview, yet. The interview they did with Jeff Keighley afterwards they confirmed that it was a tech demo they didn't they didn't want to show any gameplay because they said that that was the best way for them to sell their product it, it it's, it's basically what they did is they used that jeff Keighley summer showcase event to sell their engine to to developers that's exactly what it is we as consumers we're just we're, we're looking at all these triangles and, and 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 lighting effects and going oh my god this looks so cool but deep down all that really was was to tell developers this is our engine you use our buy, engine. Buy, buy our engine and use it for your games. Yeah, no, it's no, still no. incredible. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah, 100% it looks good. But in terms of next gen, we haven't seen anything that we can pre-order, if you get what I mean. Uh, the only the only guys that have done that is Xbox, but they've showcased, they've showcased a few games here and there that 
are currently slated for launch. Like, what is it? Bright Infinite, Halo, what, Halo Infinite. Uh, well, they have all the Infinite. Gears of War Infinite. Infinite. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad, though, because they've had such a really bad um, couple of years launching the Xbox One. They didn't. Their, their fan base was was arguing about no DRM, the whole connect, the whole price point. The yeah, whole... Sony completely slapped them in that year yeah, three when they were like, this is oh, how you right, share sorry. a game on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the two heads of Sony handing each other a game. Look where we are now. The tables have turned. All the Xbox fanboys out there are probably crying with joy right now because they're making PlayStation sweat really hard. They're not making PlayStation sweat at all. Well, we haven't had any announcements from PlayStation yet so far, so I'm kind of confused as to what Sony's doing. I think Sony knows exactly what they're doing. I think I think we're going to get PlayStation Fire reveal, and we're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, that is next gen." Do you think it's going to have enough time to market it? Because we're coming up to June, and pre-orders are still. All right, let's be honest, right? If you ask someone if they're going to be buying a PlayStation Five, most people will say yeah. As in, like, if you ask someone you're buying one of next gen consoles, they're going to say PlayStation Five or Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Sorry. So, I mean, because because that, they don't need to market it. People already know the PS5 is coming out. People already know the Series X is coming yeah. out. People still want them. It doesn't matter when they decide to market it or not. As soon as those pre-orders go live, they will sell out within the hours. Oh, no, no, no. I feel that. But, but in terms of actually making a dent on numbers, because the only way these companies can actually make a big but whether they they're trying to break records, right? And the only way to do that not is really though, market. because I mean, they've everyone's got their fanboys. I'm yeah, going to no, no, go. No, no, I'm going I'm, 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 I'm to buy an Xbox eventually because unfortunately they've made Hellblade Two Microsoft exclusive, and I'm a massive Hellblade fan. I love the first one, um, so I'm going to have to buy. I'm going to have to buy. You know, um, take us out of the pool, though, Chris. I'm talking about the little kids and the holiday, the sales. I'm talking about Christmas sales. I'm talking about the, the all the marketing. The, the stuff that will, they'll be doing I, I don't feel like they're they'll be ready to to go in i mean with obviously with this whole pandemic epidemic situation i don't i, I feel like this time around sony is going to struggle in terms of trying to persuade the the guys who don't play video games to buy the console if you get what i mean it'll be a bit harder this time around but that's fine because what what what, what sony will wait for is word of mouth They'll wait until people have got a hold of the PS5 and they're like, guys, this is this is incredible. You need to get this console. So how long do you think it will take then in terms of the PlayStation 5 to actually skyrocket and, and, and start selling? Um, I think skyrocket, I think end of next year, end of 2021. Oh, that is... Same with the Series X, by the way. I yeah, think it, okay. It's going to take till the end of next year to skyrocket because people, a lot of people I know anyway, always wait a year till after next gens come out to make sure there's no kinks or problems with it, like the red rings of death and stuff. And they let that iron out first, and then they go for the next gen console. Yeah, they, it, it took me ages to get a get a PS4. Like I was still banging out PS3 when everyone else was playing like PS4, and then and then I finally like got a PS4. So. Yeah, man. It, I think it depends on whether you're like you just don't really care and you've got the money to buy it. Then you'll buy it straight away. Now, in the in the thing is, if if like I, I I agree with Mike. If Sony is sweating, explain this to me, Ryan. I don't care. I, you've probably got some kind of witty response. Yeah, probably. So people are saying that the Series X is more powerful than the PlayStation Five. Okay, on paper maybe that's so. Okay, but if you look, you. if you look at the Xbox One X gameplay. Of their, yeah. of their 4K titles, and you look at games like The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima, or Tsushima, 
They are nowhere near the level of what Xbox is spitting out. Nowhere. They are leaps and bounds above what Xbox are doing right now. But they've, they've always part two, Ghost of Tsushima look incredible. They've always been like that, though, since the Xbox One X. Like, PlayStation 4 has never, never, ever even tried to, to say graphically they're, they're going somewhere. And so in that retrospect, Xbox will always be two steps ahead in terms of graphical power and resolution compared to PlayStation, which sucks because I'd prefer to play The Last of Us Part Two in, in native 4K at, at 60 frames or 120 frames. You are going to play a native 4K on the PS5. No checkerboarding? As far as as far as I'm aware, it's not been completely confirmed. But the PS5 launch, the PS5 uh, Last of Us Part Two, which as far as I know, people say I'm wrong, would just be mean putting your disc in. Uh, is going to be updated to run at 4K, full 4K, 60 FPS. I think they're going to release it next year, Game of the Year edition. Fuck, that's a that's a whole year's man worth of wait. I wish Well, yeah, because they they're not going to release it on the PS5 straight away. They'll have to try and package it well no because your disc will work on the ps5 how it's working is is how it worked with the xbox one x you put your disc in and you get a free update same as spider-man that's why they showed spider-man on the ps5 was one of the first things he ever showed you get an update and then that will be ps5 ready uh yes but the update file will be like at least 50 gig wasn't it well one thing's concerning me about both next gen no next gen consoles the ps5 and the xbox series x yeah apparently they are both both going to launch with a one terabyte hard drive that's terrible that's, that so is, that's, like ten, that's ten games, isn't it? It's about that's ten games. Really, yeah. Wait, what was the PS4 again? PS4 was five hundred gig. Same but you got you got well, Five hundred gig, gig was like like probably a mixture of twenty to thirty games because each game was like twenty gig starting uh, in twenty fourteen. Bear in mind, my my special PlayStation Four, right? Not to its own horn, is two terabytes, and I've nearly burnt through that already. It's so bad. Man. Patches and stuff, isn't it? That kill it. Patches massively kill it. I just think that we need to have a higher memory than a terabyte on the new gen. Anyway. So Jeff Keighley basically showcased Unreal Engine 5 this week, uh, exclusively running on the PlayStation 5, though I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be an, ex- an exclusive engine. What are your thoughts on, on Unreal Engine 5 coming to Xbox and, and how much power do you think that engine's going to be showcasing on that console? Power. No, not really. Um, I I don't know. I, I think it's going to be pretty pretty juicy. I think anything next gen, it's always it's it's going to look better no matter what. So either either way, Xbox and play and PlayStation, we're all getting something that's going to be a better version of its previous. So no, no matter, it doesn't really matter to me whether PlayStation is it's going to look better on a PlayStation, the Unreal Engine. Or whether it's going to look better on on the Xbox. I'm primarily based as a PlayStation fan, so I'm going to be playing PlayStation Five. If you're Xbox, then then you do your thing Xbox. But if you're really down to like, oh, the Unreal Engine's like ways way better on this console than that, then that, that's all up to you. But for, for me, I don't I don't really mind. I don't, I, it's not that much of a of a problem for myself. Yeah, I'm interested but in seeing all the comments on Facebook. Um, once yeah, both, both get consoles do are released, and like who's going to be targeting the the specific minor details in video games? Like, oh, Xbox are are showcasing more polygons in their games, and PlayStation are dis- displaying more shadows in their in their remasters. Next gen, I, I want to see a Last of Us Part One remastered. No, I want to see it. No, I want to no, see it rebuilt no. from the ground up. 
in Stop the Last of Us Part Two engine. Is this what we're doing? Is is this is this basically games in a nutshell? Just keep remastering it and and remaking as we no, keep but on. they've already got the assets for it. Oh wait, no, that's a spoiler. For last no, just, part two. just leave it because then it, it ruins it ruins <laughs> no, the it's whole. Not, it's not. It ruins every. Re, okay, if it was a console like a, like a big generation step from PlayStation Three to PlayStation Five, then okay. Maybe there's there's a there's room for debate, but games shouldn't be remade so easily just for consumerism. It's it's just it's. I don't if know. We're gonna re, if we're if we're gonna remaster games, we need to remaster stuff like Simpsons Home Run. Yes, on the PS One. Simpsons Run. What kind of game are you playing? <laughs> Sorry, not Home Run. Are you playing like a baseball version of Simpsons? Sorry, my bad. and NTSC version. My bad, sorry. Simpsons hit and run and like Croc and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah, but not The Last of Us, just Justy. Like we've already got a remaster of Last of Us. We don't need a remaster, remaster of Last of Us. Just Wait, because was it it's... called The Last of Us Remastered. Yeah. I thought it was just called The Last of Us. PS4 no, it was... Version. no, it was just called The Last of Us Remastered. Yeah. It was. yeah, he's right. So like, is, is it going to be called The Last of Us Part 1 Remastered Remaster? <laughs> no, it's just going to be called the last. It's just going to be called the Last of Us Part One, and then we're going to get Last of Us Part Two remaster, and then another remaster of that remaster as well. Look, I nearly ruined the Last of Us Part Two for you guys then, because there's a reason why they can do a remaster easily, but I'm not saying why. Let's 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 talk about Last of Us Two then for for a bit, because I know the the community is quite quite disappointed basically on on the direction of the game, and even 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 Neil Druckmann's basically saying it's not fun. No, they don't. They don't use they, they don't throw the word fun around the office. It, it it's definitely not fun for them. Like fun for who? Developing or fans? Like, what, what what are they trying to say? For for anyone either involved or excited or interested in anything to do with Last of Us, it's not it's not it's not fun on, on anyone's part. And unless you're you're into that kind of stuff, you know, uh, knowing about a game before it's out. The whole Switch community right now is in in outpour. Fun. What do you mean fun? We um, get fun every day. Where's our Banjo Kazooie remaster? Fuck video games. <laughs> so that's what Switch people are saying. But myself, like I haven't, I don't know anything about any of the spoilers and and that kind of stuff. Yeah, me neither. Gone in blind as well. Yeah, no. I mean, I watched I the know everything. I mean, to be fair, if it was either between me, you, and Rayhan, I think it's best that you know it. Chris is always going to be the first person to know everything when it comes to leaks and spoilers. Any any big entertainment thing, he will he will know. Yeah, he's got a history with getting spoiled games anyway. So I do have a history of being spoiled games, and it's shit. But there's nothing I can do about it. So that's yeah, it's just like a curse. Like that's your curse, man. It's because he's very popular, isn't it? My curse for the rest of my life. Just Chris. Chris. Chris just has a lot of people who rely on him. No, I don't. What are you? What What are you on about, Ray? In terms of like people go to you when it comes to entertainment, right? Like whoever whoever knows something, whoever has any relevant information, that the first but the first person they think of is I need to go straight to Chris Josty. To be to, to be fair, people do speak to me a lot about entertainment stuff because they know I'm always on it, which is good. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. We need you. We totally need to talk about though before we go. Saints Row 3 remastered, yes. which was a surprise remaster. I just came out of nowhere, and it's like I'm very what? happy. I can't so, wait. Uh, uh, the music's all going to be the same, right? All uh, the music's the same. Uh, shout, shout out to the bass.com, by the way. Um, bass.com is where I'm buying my copy from for £27. Yeah, boy. I mean, I remember Kanye West, man. That song Power playing on that mission when you die from the helicopter. Cannot wait. The whole game is just so symphonic to me, man. 
The whole game is just so cinematic. Crazy. Yeah, it took me by surprise because when I first played it at the beginning, that that mission where you're all wearing the Johnny Mosk, yeah, and, and you're all running and trying to rob a bank, that that was, that was a completely different feeling to me, man. Wait and until I, you I can't wait, wait until you see the graphics, man. Oh, I've, been, I've, I I've, I've, I've been watching them. They've they've done a lot of the game as well. They've they've changed the um, all the car models have been redone, all the gun models have been redone, all the models on enemies and um, allies, and every single like player character has been remodeled. Um, you know, like it's mad. Shandy looks so different. Um, you know, other stuff like um, they've obviously they've added more traffic on the roads, more pedestrians on the street. One thing I'm not quite sure about, which they've added, which I think is a bit weird, when you hit a pedestrian now, instead of like Grand Theft Auto, where they kind of just like they kind of hit your car and roll off, they go absolutely flying for miles <laughs> on Saints Row. I think Saints Row has just got that reputation for being just such a wacky game anyway. So anything, anything is down. I'm glad they're doing this one though, and not Saints Row Four, because oh, I just couldn't Saints get into Row the whole. Four annoyed me. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, but Saints Row Four was a let down. I don't want to play. No, yeah, one of plays a superhero. I'd play as a fucking superhero in a superhero game. I wouldn't play a Saints Row game. They went down such a wacky like. I know, like I said, the game's a wacky game, but like they went down such a weird route with like. Let's make a game like GTA, but more like funny and crazy. I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Saints Row 4 started off as a Saints Row 3 DLC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it did, didn't they it? Doing, they were doing the whole Edward Dominatrix with Saints Row 3, like moving away from, from like down to earth comedy to more just out of this world comedy and, and how yeah, far we nuts. can push the boundary towards. Um, Saints Row 3 is the one where you become president, right? No, that's four. No, Saints Row 4, you become a president. Oh, uh, I'm yeah, very happy, though. Very happy right. for Saints Row 3 becoming remastered. I'm going to be they 100% just, in that. They should have just remastered 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> yeah. Like what Mafia are doing, aren't they? They're remaking yeah, 1, Mafia 2. Did, yeah. No one really, no one really cares about one Saints Row one. It's yeah, Saints Row two, everybody cares about. Yeah, two, two cares about yeah. Who's distributing Saints Row three remastered? Who, who, who's, Platinum. Who's what to, themselves directly? Because I know THQ. No, no, no. Under. Platinum Games is direct because Platinum Games bought the license, didn't they? Platinum Games distributed Saints Row four remastered. Uh, Saints Row four for the for the consoles. Uh, Platinum uh. Games bought. So when THQ was selling off their stuff dirt cheap. Platinum yeah. game, Platinum Games bought um, Saints Row. There you go. The more you know, guys, this is why you have to keep up to date with everything untold because you get told. Hey. You don't know. <laughs> this has been a really cool episode, guys. Very happy. Uh... Yeah, guys. Thanks for thanks for listening and chatting. Before, like, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. But before we go, let's have a quick chat about Ghost of Tsushima because that game oh, reveal was incredible. I just wanted to point out, just before we move into any direction, Metal Gear Solid 3 was the crown jewel of the PlayStation 2 era. Though it wasn't the best game, it was everyone's defining moment of, of that generation. And I think Ghost of Tsushima will be this generation's crown jewel, as opposed to Cyberpunk. So I'm very yeah, happy to see are that. Are you talking about in terms of like uh, the style of the game, or just in general, this game's going to be the standing point? It's It's going to have its own popularity amongst gamers you know it, it's it's not going to be the game everyone's going to play but it's going to be the game everyone remembers if you get what i mean i see i see it, it's it's basically and people would hate me for saying it but i'm so i'm so right it's basically assassin's creed japan and it's much harder much harder it doesn't look that harder it looks exactly like assassin's creed to me 
Oh no, they're gonna they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna um, make it Mate, difficult. They, yeah, there's gonna. It's it's not gonna look. It looked easy in the preview. That's probably because the guy that was playing it knows how to play the game properly, or the guy or girl, depending. But yeah, um, a general consumer will have trouble playing it. I, I think it does like, look it does look great though. Like like the the wind the wind stuff like wind pointing in the direction is so thematic and doesn't take you out of the experience and the lack of a HUD everything is just great. Yeah, I the, the thing that that took me uh, that made me like really enjoy the, the the showcase of the game is the little things like when after you kill someone you you. You know, you you throw yeah, your sword yeah, and yeah, the black yeah. comes off, and then there's that fear factor. If like the enemies uh, start to learn to fear you, like they fear Jin as as the ghost, because you can bow you, to a worthy opponent. That's mad. Yeah, and like just the showdowns, like the samurai showdowns, like uh just all those little things. Like the the gameplay itself is just oh, it's gonna and be. I'm glad Sony is uh, putting their their trust in, in Sucker Punch because it's been six years since they released the new game. I think oh, wow. from, from, from from technically they... For, I wouldn't class First Light as a AAA, but it technically is because it was still released on the PlayStation Can Store. Can I just completely fan a second about how amazing the particle effects look on Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> yeah, man. Just see the scenery, the environment, they've, they've captured it. I don't think that it, 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 the showcase even shows how good the game is yet. Do I we think know if, if the game's coming out on PS5? No one knows. PS5, you say? Or PS4? Yeah, PS5. I was going to have to... Oh, wait, I don't know. When is it coming out, though? Did they... I, I can't remember. It comes out in July. July. Holy shit. But literally, PlayStation fans are treated to... Guess what, boys? Boom, Last of Us Part 2 and 19th. Literally, just over a month later, boom, goes to Shishima. And then again, what's next? Then you got... Boom, you've got Destroy All Humans. Paper Mario? Remake. Then boom, <laughs> you've got <laughs> Tony, Tony Hawk. No, then you got Mafia. Then you got Tony Hawk. You got, like, oh, yes, 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 yes. So in terms of like how PlayStation versus Xbox is, is in terms of like, you know, the, how well they're performing in, in versus each other, I think PlayStation and Xbox, they're, they're both doing a good job. So... Yeah. <laughs> Want to give a little clap to PlayStation and Xbox? <laughs> yeah, everyone, a round of applause for PlayStation and Xbox for still Thank doing it. Thank you so much for bringing joy into our lives. Um, yes. we, wouldn't, we wouldn't know what to do. Oh, no, wait, hang on, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> if you've enjoyed listening to Chris Josty, Just Josty, Michael, Mikey, or Rayhan Lightsabir, and you want to keep up to date with all our future episodes, The Untold Culture is on Facebook and Instagram, and at Untold Culture on Twitter. I've been Lights a Bear. I've been Mikey. And I've been Just Josty. We'll see you next week for episode two of the Untold Culture Podcast. Bye. Bye.